Okay, so I was watching the news the other day, and I realized that, you know, the Hadians were, you know, not being let in. And I was just thinking, if we do more podcasting with them, the more the merrier. So, you know, like, we should be watching Clueless with them. And Clueless is, like, in the basket, the writer's bagel basket. Here's a couple of acres. Sorry, Jeff. You lose. It was Professor Plum. I said Plum. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabe. We're gonna pass you the starter, the Bernoulli Convergenator. If he puts a car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Basket. I'm Scott Curland, <laughs> and her final movie of the month is Clueless. And our co-host is Allison Bartolini. Oh my God, this movie is one of the best. Like, oh. th- this is why I did Too Legit to Lit, just so we mm-hmm. could talk about Clueless. Nineties November. Because yes, this movie is in the Bagel Basket not because it's bad crazy. Because it broke so many box office records, it's magical, crazy, and, and it got it's one of the best reviewed teens movie, teens movie, teen movies of all time, ever, ever. And also, it gave us Alicia Silverstone. What more could we ask for? For only to have her taken away at the end. She's like the Steve Gutenberg of the '90s. Like, like she is at the end of the '90s. She like went away. She did, but I did watch her um her show that was produced by um Kyle Richards, American Woman. Did it ever get a second season? No. Oh, okay. Paramount didn't pick it back up again, but I think other networks are okay. looking at it. She was really good in it. I like Alicia Silverstone. I love Alicia Silverstone. I love Blast from the Past. I do too. I hate excess baggage. Truth. Um, and she isn't even the worst thing in Batman and Robin. No. I, I just, I love this movie so much. And... Getting back to your opening monologue, I was watching, I must have been on VH1 or something, but I watched um, like a behind the scenes like making of Clueless one time and they said that when she was doing that monologue about the Haitians and she called them Hadians, she honest to God thought they were called, thought Hadi- they were called Hadians and they didn't, they, they did it in like one take and like didn't even correct her because it was so amazing. <laughs> did you ever see, they had... um online they had a uh roll call where they had famous actors do like role reversals of gender they gender swapped actors to audition for famous roles and they got like jake gyllenhaal and paul dano and seth rogan to to audition with this monologue that's amazing and it is fantastic and gyllenhaal does the best does he really i have to look that up yeah it's really good Um, okay like right now for example, the Haitians need to come to America. But some people are all like, what about the strain on our resources? But it's like, when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? I said RSVP because it was a sit-down dinner. But people came that like, did not RSVP. So I was like totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen. Redistribute the food, squish in extra place settings. But by the end of the day, it was like, Hey, the more the merrier. And so, if the government could just get into the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Haitians. And in conclusion, and in conclusion, might I please remind you, it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. This this movie came out the same day as another movie that we already talked about on the podcast, Waterworld. Really? This movie destroyed Waterworld. Of course, it did. It. I saw this in theaters. Uh, with my dad. Did you really? No, no. I saw Waterworld in theaters with my dad. Rachel and my mom went to go see this. Wow. And it was, they said how good it was that we basically 
ended up as soon as it came out on video we rented it and we watched it and my dad's like this wasn't bad my dad liked this movie really yeah i, I love this movie so much it's smart it is super smart Siskel movie. and ebert gave this film two thumbs up <gasps> they roger ebert's review of this movie was like for once we have smart smart girls in a movie yeah and i, I feel like it's like the beginning of that wave of like smart females yeah, I mean, and they were all pretty much age-appropriate except for Stacey Dash. I love Stacey Dash. But you know, okay, so guess how old the three main leads were. Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy was the youngest, right? She was 17. Yeah, so she was 17. Alicia Le- Silverstone was like, what, 20? 18. 18? Stacey Dash, like... 28. Oh my, I was going to say 28. She was 28 years old. She was wow. almost 30. And so, and uh, I think Amber Donovan... Or Alyssa Donovan, Alyssa, Alyssa. She was Amber in the movie. Amber, yeah. yeah, Alyssa Donovan. She was nineteen when they did the TV show. She continued to play Amber, and Stacey Dash continued to yeah. play. But then they treated like um, uh, Ty's character like she wasn't important. I know, which is weird. Yeah, Ty is one of the most important characters. I love Brittany Murphy. I love her. So Rolling I was in with the homies. I was waiting to bring this up, uh. but the three movies you took we had you talk about have all had tragic deaths <laughs> oh i know <laughs> paul walker heath ledger and Brittany, Brittany murphy. murphy and i feel like significant people and and they all kind of involve pills yeah because paul walker was sober but the driver the guy who was driving the car was intoxicated yes and paul walker didn't know that makes me so sad. that makes me so sad because paul walker would have been able to drive that car no problem 100%. yeah and Brittany murphy's husband was a monster so did you you didn't watch a lifetime movie right no they made a lifetime movie about Brittany murphy yes i did not know that what did your they... sister didn't tell you no she and i like i think we watched it and like text message through the whole thing because like i, we I didn't know this was together a, i didn't know this was a thing oh my gosh who did they yes. get to play Brittany murphy did she even look like Brittany Murphy? In my opinion, not really. Okay. They did focus a lot about the significance on her relationship with Aston Kutcher. That's weird. It is weird. Um, but yeah, Brittany Murphy was a childhood crush. Um, her, Topanga, Jenny Lewis from uh from Brooklyn Bridge and the really? Wizard and True Beverly Hills. Oh one of one of my other all time favorite movies. Well, as kids Rachel and I always watched True Beverly Hills. I love that movie. She and I talk about that a lot. And I always had a crush on Jenny Lewis because of that. And now Jenny Lewis is one of my favorite singer-songwriters. I love it. <laughs> um, but Brittany Murphy, because of Boy Meets World, where she played Trini, mm-hmm. and this movie, I always had a crush on her. I, I always it. had a crush on her more than Alicia Silverstone. Really? Yeah. Because, like, girls like the bad boy... Guy's kind of like the bad girl, and Ty was kind of trashy. <laughs> kind of. She was really trashy. And and also, her makeover scene is, you know, iconic. Her makeover scene is great. And this movie is just a lot of fun. So this is based on Jane Austen's Emma. Yes. And the two characters that, I mean, the three characters that they stick to the most are Cher is Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh is, uh, Mr. Knightley, Ty is, Ty is Harriet, and then, like, uh, um, there is Sir Elton is the bad guy. Yes. So, they keep those, and then, like, they mix and match other ones. Um, and guess who my favorite character in this movie is? It's gonna surprise you. Who? Guess. I don't want to guess. I want to know. Mel Horowitz. That would have been my guess. I love Dan Hedaya. I love Mel. I I always say the line, I have a 45 and a shovel. No one will miss you. I love him so he, much. He is fantastic as her dad. He he is really fantastic. He's there it's a very endearing relationship. It's very sweet. Cuz like he's a big gruff grizzly bear and she's like daddy. It's always daddy. And I, I, okay, I usually hate narration in the movie. I love her narration her, in this movie. It's, it makes the amazing. movie. It does. It does make the movie. And also, they give they gave us the term 
as if. Not only did they give us as if, they gave us Barney, as in a guy is a Barney Rubble. Yes. A Baldwin. Yep. And Betty, as in a Betty Rubble. Yes. Which I love. A Barney, a Betty, and a Baldwin. I love it. I love everything this movie gives us. Also, Wallace Shawn's in this movie. Really? Wallace Shawn is the the teacher's. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Inconceivable. Like love. I love Wallace Shawn in this movie. He as as the oh my god, what what's his name? What's the teacher's name? I'm the the debate teacher. I'm blanking. Uh Mr. Holt. Yes, Mr. Holt. Because Mr. Hand was was Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which Amy Heckerling also directed. Yes. Do you know she didn't make a movie for five years because she made Look Who's Talking and the studio forced her to make Look Who's Talking 2. And that movie did so poorly that she couldn't get a directing gig. So she basically... She was forced into making a bad movie and then everyone like shunned her? Yeah. That's awful. That's Hollywood. But she still had a contract with Paramount... For one movie, and she's like, "Give me a chance. I have this script. It's called Clueless. It's about Emma." And they're like, "Emma, who?" That's awful. <laughs> um, but like, it. This movie defined our generation. Like when 100%. I think of the nineties, I it, think of it, it's, And also, Jeremy Sisto as Elton. And, Jeremy Sisto. <laughs> It, it kind of made me, like, hate myself because I love the Cranberries as much as he does. Like, <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to be him. When he when he tries to, like, rape Cher, it's awful. He doesn't try to rape Cher. He's just tries to force... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm trying to... He leaves her at the gas station. Like, she's left at, like, gunpoint. I love it. <laughs> this isn't a liar. Well, <laughs> See, I love Jeremy Sisto, but I really hate him in this movie. Well, you hate Elton. You hate his character. Well, I, I picture that his character in this movie grows up to be... Did you ever see Waitress? No. With with Carrie Russell. He plays her abusive husband. Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> there he is. He loses his dad's uh, fortune. And, oh, Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer. As Travis. I love Travis. Travis is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. My two favorite characters are Josh, because I love Paul Rudd. Oh, I love Josh. I love Paul Rudd. So he much. doesn't age. Paul Rudd does not age. He's a freak of fucking nature. Like, he looks, he actually looks older in this movie than he does now. Yeah. It's weird. Yes. Like, like but um, I, I love him. I love Travis. But Travis's last name shows who he is. Like, like he is a Birkenstock. Oh, yes. Like, oh yes. Like, like, because you, you're like, how does this kid go to this rich kid's school? Then you find out he's a Birkenstock. Yep. And that makes me wonder, like, do you think Ty's dad is like a mafioso? Because they come from like New Jersey. <gasps> is her dad Tony Soprano? Stop it! It is <laughs> something like that. Ty, get over here. <laughs> well, and she does drugs. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, I I love. The, the thought that she is Tony Soprano's daughter. I love it. I'm going to run with it. Yeah. I'm going to run with it. Because I love when she gets there. Uh, right away, Cher has a good heart. Cher is a good Cher person. Cher is a good person. Well, look at all the things that she does. How she takes care of her dad. How she takes in Ty. But the way she like talks with Josh, like you're like, oh, she's kind of... Because she's like, he's not my brother. But then you realize she's saying she's not my he's not my brother because she doesn't want to feel creepy. When yeah, because she... she's in love with him. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. I think she's in love with him from the very beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, but like the way she like gets Ty to like come over there and and like you know trust her, um, it's very sweet. And and the dialogue where um, uh. Cher is um, like, do you want to eat lunch with us? And she's like, I could really go for some herbal refreshment. I love that. I was, I was telling you, I, it took me forever to realize, oh, she's not talking about tea. She's talking about weed. Oh, my God. And, yeah. Oh, man. You know who else is one of my, like, ultimate favorite characters in this? Christian. Yes! 
that kid, that actor is like, he got offered a ton of roles after this, and he's like, I'm never going to be better than this role, and he just walked away from Hollywood and became a producer. Really? That's so smart. Yeah. That was very smart of him, and like, because that's all he's known for. Yeah, being Christian. And Christian is one of the best characters in the movie. Like, Christian is such a great character. It's weird that the in a in a girl uh, movie aimed at teenage girls, the best characters are the male characters. Yes. Oh, um, Murray. Murray. Woman. He. Miss Dion. <sighs> I understand. Like his whole speech of saying like, "woman" is you know, a term of endearment. I just I love everything about. I love when he shaves his head. And then D-locks herself in the bathroom. <laughs> I love when they're fighting. I'm going to call your mother. I'm going to kill your... Wait, no. <laughs> I love... I, I feel like his character in this is like his character from Scrubs. Like he just grew up and went to med school. Yes. And be, he just became jerk because he always calls her baby. I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> you know what, Mary? You know what, Mary? I'm going to call your mother. I'm going to... Wait, no, don't do that. <laughs> He's so great. And... um. I think my least favorite character is, and this is probably going to make me sound like a dick, but Miss Geist. Miss Geist is so sweet. It's just, I I feel like they could have done more with her. And also that actress is in every single one of Amy Heckerling's movies. Is she? That's Twink Kaplan. It's her producer. I'll get out. Yeah. Um, I, just the whole, the whole idea that Cher is trying to get her teachers to as she politely says, have a doink fest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so she can get better grades. Like Her dad's a lawyer. She can't help it. Yeah, and I love how proud he is that, that she argues her way up to an A-plus average. I love that. I think that's amazing. She's going to be a great lawyer one day. She really is. I feel uh, like this is the precursor to, to like Legally Blonde. <laughs> I would love to see a movie where her and Elle Woods have a law firm. Right? I would Hollywood make that I would movie. love that. Do it. We're asking. We're we're pitching it right now. Now I I love Alicia Silverstone. I think she's great. Blast from the past. Growing up, that was one of my favorite like movies to watch. Like was when it really? I was sick. Because I love Brendan Fraser. 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 Right. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, good God, Niles. <laughs> I love that. That like your sick movie. Mine was Now and Then. Oh, you mean Lady Stand by Me? <laughs> yes. We almost did that over the summer because that was a box office flop. Which that was it? Oh, it tanked. I love that movie so much. It, uh, yeah, that movie tanked at the box office. That had Brendan Fraser in it too. Yeah, that was that's what made me think of it. Yeah, um, but no, I would always watch. I loved Alicia Silverstone in that movie because she was very different from Cher. Yes, and. But Cher is one of the smartest characters. Yeah, she's kind of a ditz, but she knows what she needs to know. She does. I feel like she's very savvy, and I feel like she knows who she is as a person. Yeah, she she understands herself. She she is true to herself. Yeah, she can be selfish, but she also is selfless. Like when when oh yeah, when she thinks that um, Ty loves josh she like is a little supportive and it's killing her inside it is because she realizes that she loves josh and oh the soundtrack of this movie i never realized like how good the soundtrack is soundtrack is amazing the soundtrack is amazing amazing you have no doubt you have radiohead Mm -hmm. um general public with tenderness Mighty Mighty Boston's Mighty Mighty Boston's as a Boston boy I loved I love loved their scene where at the party at, it's supposed to be a frat party but it's in like a, a it looks like you know where they shot the Love Shack music video right it's like it's very well lit there's a lot of uplighting in that, <laughs> that frat party like, like everything that's supposed to even when she's in the valley and gets robbed that's still a nice looking area it is really nice looking like everything has like a hollywood filter on it i know um paul rudd paul rudd as josh he has his own theme song like every time he comes on uh fake plastic trees by by uh radiohead comes on Really? Yeah. I never even knew that. Yeah, every time. That's it, because it's supposed to be the college, like, music. That's amazing. And I love how he's dating uh, 
a pretentious college girl and Cher calls her out. Oh yeah. And and proves that she's smarter than that other girl. Yes. And it's over Hamlet. I love that it's over Hamlet. <laughs> you know, as Hamlet said, to thy own self be true. Uh Hamlet never said that. <laughs> And I love, and I love that she's like, well, I remember Mel Gibson correctly, and (laughs) oh man, I the movie that she did before this was The Crush. Do you remember The Crush? No, that was the movie where she is she stalks um, Carrie Elways, who who is her neighbor. Get out. She's like a fourteen year old girl, really, and and she stalks him, and she won't give him up. It's a little swim fan. (laughs) It's. It's very, you know, swim fanish. <laughs> um, and then she got the Aerosmith music videos and Loved it. worked with Amy Heckerling on those. Oh, is that how they kind of hooked up? Yep. Because when you can't make movies after you get blacklisted in Hollywood, you make, you know, music videos. Yeah. And their their conversations on that just led to this. That's amazing. And there's just so much to unpack in this movie. Um, what, what are your like favorite moments? Like, what are my favorite moments in this movie? Yeah. It's like asking you to pick your favorite child. Oh, God. <laughs> depends on the day. <laughs> um, a lot, my favorite moments in this movie. I love when she is trying to get her license and I like the fact that she drives around with just a permit. I, I love that. I love that. I love, I, and I love, I love everything about that part that she has like the Wrangler and like, she's like, you just need to have like a licensed driver. I mean, she's just hysterical with the driving thing. I really like, one of my favorite things is when Ty turns on her. You're just a virgin. <laughs> With, without a license. Oh, without a license, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't drive or something to that effect. I like when Ty turns on her. You don't think that we mesh well. <laughs> I was like, why am I even listening to you to begin with? You're a virgin who can't drive. Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. Right. Look, I'm really sorry. Let's just talk and leave Mellowed, all right? I'm Audi. Um, I like when she gives. I love when I think one of my favorite scenes is when she gives Ty the makeover. That that's one of mine. But my favorite scene is uh, her talk with her dad about she likes a guy, but she doesn't think he likes her back because yes. she's not. And I love any scene she has with Dan Hedaya. I think it's great their scenes together. But my my hands down favorite one is when she's with lucy the maid and she's like you said that you were gonna talk to (laughs) you said you were gonna talk to the gardener why would i talk to the gardener because you're mexican i am not a mexican she's from el salvador (laughs) i love that i love that i i love how like they they were like conscious and like caring enough to put in their you know, people are people too. Yeah, I like that. I also really like. I also really like when um, Dee and Cher are driving, and she gets on the highway. She gets onto the freeway by accident. Oh my god! That that as a kid, that was one of my favorite scenes to watch. It was hysterical because I love the close up of Donald Faison when he screams. Yeah, he's like, ah, he has the braces. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical, and, and I. I I'm about to do a visual, but I love when when Cher's screaming and she's just going, ah. Yes, she's flapping her hands. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. All the Mack trucks are going by them and beeping and. I mean, also, um, I'm trying to remember the scene. When, When she's doing, trying to set up Elton with Ty. I don't remember. Oh, uh, we are young and free when that's playing. And um, she's taking the photo of Ty. I just love how Elton is like, wow, she's really beautiful. You don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck you, Elton. (laughs) I feel like Ty was so invested in him, too. Like, she's devastated. Oh, that was another thing. Like, once again, high school love, because she acts like 
he was her boyfriend. I know. She's a little, you know. And she she's very like she's very next level. She like comes like with like the box of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because I love when when they're in the restaurant and she's like, "It's our song." Okay, pump the brakes. Uh, calm down. I like and I like the rolling they, with the homies. I love it. Well, I, I, they they sing it like a handful of times in the movie too. Like they after she hits her head. Yeah, I I love um. Ask ask her a question. What's eight times seven? Something she would know. Yeah, she does. She never knows that. <laughs> I love that. And the suck and blow. Oh gosh, the suck and blow. God, Elton, can't you suck? <laughs> um, when when they're doing uh, Travis, when Travis is trying to apologize to her, asking for forgiveness, he's like, "Well, I'm doing this program, and there are these steps." And she goes, 12. <laughs> How'd you know? wild guess i so sweet i love when they're when they're raising like all um with the money and donating and like she's going through like all of her stuff yeah she gets rid of everything her skis and i love the clothes she's left with like i love her how her wardrobe starts to like mirror the guys that she starts to like yeah be into and when she finally gets with josh she's wearing like you know jeans jeans yeah. And you've never seen her wear jeans throughout the whole movie. Ever. It's, it, she's just such a sweet character. She is. I love her. I just love her so much. Um, but Dion, Dion is like, she's going to grow up and she's going to be like, I feel like she's going to grow up to be Michelle Obama. <laughs> yes. Because Dion, I love how they're only friends because they're named after famous psychic people. I love that. I love that. Cher, Cher and Dion Warwick. I love that. I love that. But what I hate is I really hate every time Amber is on. I can't stand Amber. She's my least favorite character. I, I lied. I thought it was Miss Guys. It's Amber. She's just so icky. And the, the sailor suit that she was wearing. I, I always think of that. Like, when I think of her character, I think of the sailor suit. Um, her hair is always all over the place, too. Like, she has, like, these wild hairstyles. <laughs> wild hairstyles. Whatever. Uh, and I actually, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Cher's debate on it doesn't say RSVP on the, on the uh, Statue, Statue of Liberty. Liberty. I actually kind of agree with with her, you know, point of view well i it's pretty deep and in conclusion may i please remind you that it does not say rsvp on the statue of liberty thank you very much Uh, amber uh, reply mr hall how can i answer that the topic is haiti and she's talking about some little party Hello, it was his 50th birthday. Whatever. And and I love how Amber's like, no, I can't work with that. No, it's because you suck. Yeah, she's not even going to do the assignment. Oh, man. Um, so getting back to Christian. Love him. I love when he when he comes over to the house and she goes, like, like, she doesn't know he's gay. How does she not know he's gay? He brought some like it hot in Spartacus. I just don't understand how she doesn't know. Like, none of the girls do, though. Yeah. Like, like none of the girls have gaydar. None yeah. of them. None of them. Well, and Josh and Mel don't either. No, no one. The only one who knows is, like, Murray. Murray is the only... Murray and his friends. Yeah. I love how he's, like, he's a friend of Dorothy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I. What's the line? Oh, when when she has him over, he goes, "Is something burning?" I love oh, honey, she... you baked. So so cute. I love when she's like flipping her hair back and like trying to be all sexy, and she falls off the bed. I mean, that is like one of my faves. <laughs> she goes, "Sorry, my feet are cold," and he makes a little like fort for her foot. Oh yeah, it's hysterical. Um. In the car that he drives? Did you think that he was Jason Priestley, like, the first time you saw the movie? Yes. 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 He looks, he looks ex- just, It's the hair. And, 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 and the eyes, everything. The hair, the eyes, the face, I the bone Jason. structure. I love Jason Priestley. Well, 
That's why when he said, is this James Dean or Jason Priestley? I was like, well, you look like one. Yeah, which one? <laughs> um, and I love that that even after she finds out he's gay, like they be, they become best friends. Yes, that they just he, she loves him even more. The in the acceptance factor of Cher is the world through Cher's eyes is great. It really is, and and this is just a fun movie. Also, little fun fact: Amy Heckerling was married to Bronson Pinchot. Really, to Balky, and that's why it's called Bronson Elcott High. Because his that orig- is a fun fact. Because his name is Bronson Alcott Pinchot. I love it. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, there's just so many like things about this movie. Yeah, I understand where it differentiates from, from Jane Austen. Like, there are, to put it, you know, in today's standards, but the whole relationship of Knightley and Emma and Josh and and uh, Cher like are pretty like spot on. I think they're pretty spot on. I just I wish that instead of having them do tennis, they had them do archery. <laughs> because in she was supposed to be Cupid and like she actually had a, a an arrow and bow set, like a bow and arrow set in the book. So I thought that would have been a little bit more appropriate. Yeah. And but then you wouldn't have great lines like uh, my uh, plastic surgeon doesn't want balls coming at, at my, my nose or my face rather. And there balls goes flying at my face. Well, there goes your social life. I love that. Once again, uh, eight-year-old me did not understand that. You know what's so great though? They like reference the movie name in Clueless as well. Like when they meet Ty. Oh, she is so adorably clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's the, what's the song that's playing? Oh, Supermodel. I'm mm-hmm. going to be a supermodel. And, like, I love how happy Ty gets when, when she's... Because, like, you can tell that that she doesn't think she's pretty. No, she doesn't. But then she has that really gross line. She's like, oh, I'm not a virgin. Oh, I know. And that's, and then and then Cher feels totally ousted because, you know, after the, the freeway driving situation, Dee loses it and... Then it's all they talk about. It's all they talk about is sex. And Cher can't even, like, participate. And then she ends up with Paul Rudd. Right? Winner. Yeah. Paul Rudd um, wasn't originally going to be Josh. Stop it. Who was? Jeremy's sister. Really? And he read the script, and he's like, "I yeah, I could play Josh. Because Amy Heckerling saw Jeremy's sister in uh, uh, Lawrence Kasdan's Grand, uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. And she's like, that's my Josh. And he's like, I'm not your Josh. And she's like, but I want you in my movie. I want to work with you. And he's like, can I read for Elton? And he he got it like that. So then she was trying to find a Josh. And she like looked at um, Skeet Ulrich. Mm-hmm. And she also looked at Skeet Ulrich for uh, Travis. Mm-hmm. Skeet Ulrich as Travis would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, who else was looked at for Josh? Um, did you see the movie Airborne? Do you remember the movie Airborne about no. rollerblading? No. Um, uh, the the main guy from that, um, Jack Black, was re- auditioned for it. Stop it. No kidding. I'm not even kidding. He, he auditioned for that and Travis. Travis is more believable. Far more believable. Um, but, like, when Paul Rudd walked in, she, like, apparently Amy Heckerling just went out into the the lobby and she's like, everyone else go home. Because he, like, nailed it. Of course he did. He's Paul Rudd. But this was his first movie. It's amazing. Well. He did this in Halloween 6. I love that. Is Clueless what put him on the map? Yes. I guess I didn't realize that. This, uh, this movie made his career. It made, um... For a short time, uh, Alicia Silverstone, Stacy Dash. We wouldn't have uh, Fox News anchor Stacy Dash. No. Um, Brittany Murphy, which Brittany Murphy sounds a lot like um, Luann from like like her voice that she uses for Luann. 
um, on King of the Hill. She sounds an awful lot. She does. I I love the fact. I love, love, love the fact that she did voiceovers for King of the Hill. It's crazy. It's amazing. And I love King of the Hill. I love King of the Hill too. What so, the hell? So funny. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> That's really spot on. Oh, throughout college, we would watch King of the Hill all the time doing like, like Hank Hill and like Luann impressions. I remember like, um, in in like middle school, a girl I had a crush on said she liked King of the Hill. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do a Luann impression. I'm like, That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, I got I it. love Bobby. Yeah. Oh man, I I was a uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about Bobby Hill, and like they're like, how did how do you just grow up being Hank Hill and having a son like Bobby? And I was like, Hey, Dad, look, puffy pants. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> that is like so spot on. It's gonna make me die. I just, I love. I love the fact that that he also, um, she used her uh, Brittany Murphy used her clueless contacts to get guests on King of the Hill when they needed someone. Oh, really? So that's how Brecken Meyer ended up becoming the voice of Joseph. Really? And that's how um, Paul Rudd ended up being the, one of the inspirational teachers. Like, I think Alicia Silverstone was never on though. That's um, a bummer. Yeah, but I. Brittany Murphy is just so talented. She was and, so talented. And I love how um, uh, she goes, you guys you guys talk like grown-ups. Oh, this is a really good school. I, I just I just love it. I, I love I love her in that movie. She's just so like cute and honest and even when she's mean. Even but I just feel like that was a real true t- depiction of like what it's like like when someone's in high school and they get brought into like a popular crowd and they they try to make you over or make you popular. Yeah, I, I, I love when Ty falls down the stairs and she's like, "Oh my god, everyone probably saw that." And she's like, "No one saw that." "Hey, are you okay? That looked bad." And the guy looked like he was like 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry. Um but yeah, I I just can't believe that because when I was younger, I was like, I can't I can't like a movie like Clueless. I mean, I'm a boy. I'm supposed to like you know, um, Die Hard and and you know Casper. Wait a minute, everyone <laughs> needs to like Clueless. Like, I have never showed this movie to a person who was like, this movie is stupid. No one's ever said that. No, this like it it's fun, and the fact that still to this day it's one of the most quoted like teen movies is it is that a fact oh yeah it it's always at least number one or two i love it it's always tied with breakfast club so many breakfast club references yeah they just did a breakfast club reference on riverdale (laughs) i know they had anthony michael hall i loved that uh don't get me started on riverdale i've done an entire episode we can't we can't we can't um but but yeah i mean alicia silverstone and Brittany Murphy, like, like, they, the three of them have such great chemistry. Oh, yeah. And... Were they friends in real life? Um, I know her and Stacey Dash were. I'm not sure about Brittany Murphy. I always feel like Brittany Murphy was, like, the odd one out. And on, on the... Kind of like her character in Clueless. On, on the Clueless TV show, I love how they got, like, mostly everyone who was in the movie... At one point or another, Paul Rudd played uh, a love interest for for Cher, whose name was Sunny. I know. And and they got um, I think at one point they were gonna get Alicia Silverstone, and then the show got canceled. How long did it run for? At least three years. Yeah. The party in the valley. Oh my god, the valley. I I love Murray's uh, phone conversation. Cher, where where are you? Uh. Is that in the valley? And she's like, everywhere in in LA is twenty minutes away from Hollywood. I know when, when she answers the phone, she's like, Daddy, she's like, where are you, Kuwait? <laughs> Could you just hear the helicopter? <laughs> it's like my favorite. It's one of my favorite lines. Well, I never noticed the kid who pukes in the pool. Like his girlfriend is patting his back and like trying to reassure him that she's 
that it's okay. Oh my god, I it's just so funny because I love it when like they're going back and forth when Elton's trying to like get like share to like come with him and she's trying to, but Ty blah 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 and they're like going back and forth and then do you ever notice that she's carrying like a, a snowman? snowman? <laughs> Summer, Su- Summer, yes. yeah. Um, they tried to make Summer a bigger character on the TV show. I, like, forgot about Summer until just now. Yeah. Um, and I love how, um, uh, the quote that she writes to Miss Geist as Mr. Holt and, uh, Dion's like, that is beautiful. It's a very famous quote. Where's it from? Clips notes. I love that. The, 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 the fact that, like, they think Clips notes is, like... I, I just love that. I love that. It makes her so endearing. Um, I feel like any other actress, like Reese Witherspoon was going to audition for it. I feel like she couldn't do it. I feel like just because I'm so used to seeing Alicia Silverstone and she did it so well, I could never imagine anyone else doing like it. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar auditioned. Um, See, I feel like that would not have been a good fit because look at how wonderful she was in Cruel Intentions. I know. Like, that's her character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Reese Witherspoon is Elle Woods, who is very similar, but but this was at the time when, like, she was Tracy Flick. Exactly. <laughs> Tracy Flick. Tracy Flick. That's one of my favorite movies. Really? I love that movie. I am shocked. I love... I, I could watch that movie over and over again. Now I'm playing out in my head uh, uh, Cher Horowitz and Elle Woods movie. I know, right? I just feel like that would be... Cluelessly legal. Right? I mean, it could just take it so next level. I know. Um, But I'm still shocked that this movie is still as popular as it is. Well, it's so crazy, too, because we were talking um, was in our first podcast when we were doing 10 Things I Hate About You about 90s fashion. Yeah. And how 90s fashion is like... That movie really set the bar for 90s fashion. I mean, with the skirt sets mm-hmm. and the shoes and the bag. The, the yellow plaid. I saw pants that were yellow plaid in Target the other day. Did you buy them? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. I was, I, I mean, I, I think I sent a picture to Rachel. Uh, I was like, oh my God, look, it's like, it, you know, it's as like share. Yeah. But I mean, I everyone had, you know, the pens with like the puff, the fluffies on them, like the backpacks. I mean, like any the keychains. I mean, it was unreal. When we were getting uh, my, my my Halloween costume, we went to Primark, and they had Cher's velvet dress. They had a dress that looked exactly like. I love it. And uh, I was like, I said to Haley, I was like, "You gotta buy it," and she's like, "No." <laughs> No, but every I mean everything about that movie is timeless. And um the, the you could quote this movie all day. All day every day. Yeah. Elton, can't you suck? I have a 45 in the shovel. No one will miss you. I love that. Hey you. Anything happens to my daughter, I got a 45 and a shovel. I doubt anybody would miss you. Bye daddy. And um I, I just love also the love story between Miss Geist and, and Mr. Holt. It's so cute. It's very cute because he looks like a troll and she looks like a pixie. Every time he's in a movie, I feel like they play off the fact that he looks like a troll. <laughs> Any role that he's in, it's like, here he is. <laughs> Here's Wallace Shawn. Um, uh, I used to see him all the time when I lived in New York. Did you really? Yeah, and like I never would go Is up to him. Is he so little, like in person? Yes. He's like. I'm I'm a short guy. I'm taller than him. I towered. Stop it! You're taller than him. I towered over him. Wow. Yeah, um, and like I I never have the courage to like just talk to him because I it's like every time I would go over to say hi, like I would just see people like cut in front of me and be like, I love. The Princess Bride. Oh my God, he must get so sick of hearing and, that. And I'm, I'm like, I want to talk to him because I would totally talk to him about my dinner with Andre. Oh, I'm such a pretentious prick. <laughs> I love that. I, I don't. He is. He's really great. And I like their wedding at the end. And I like that the girls are bridesmaids. Just share. Just share. Oh, you're right. Just share. Which I realize the reason why it's share is because 
I never realized why these kids were invited to this grown-up's wedding who is a teacher. Wasn't it Cher's house? It's Cher's house. Yeah. That's why. Um, yeah, when, when Cher and Josh finally get together, like, they finally end up together. I love it when they're sitting on the steps. I, I actually like it before when they're just, like, razzing each other. And she's like, uh, he's like, you look like Pippi Longstocking. You look like Forrest Gump. I love when they're at the table and they're doing but all I this stuff. But I hate stuff. that guy. He's such a dick. He look. He looks like he looks like Rob Kardashian. He does. He does. Oh my god! What if the trial? Oh, what if they're working on OJ's trial? You never know. What kind of a lawyer was her dad? Was business Mel? criminal law? Share. Oh. <laughs> what did I do with that with that leather glove? I don't know, Daddy. You didn't touch it, did you? I love it. <laughs> what, what did? Oh my God! He totally was supposed to be like a Robert Shapiro type. Oh uh, yes, a hundred percent. He yeah. was. He was. And, and look at the house that they were in. Oh yeah, he he's probably gotten so many murderers off. Oh probably. And it now that just horrifies me. That we're like excited about that. Laughing. <laughs> Should not laugh I mean, about that. I honestly, the scene between Josh and Cher that I actually like the most is when they pick up the food. Um, after the frat party, when the, when they um, when Christian goes off to the club with with the band, oh my god! Um, and they pick up the food. I love when they're having that conversation. They're watching TV together, and they're eating Cheetos. And she goes, "No one can be as adorably cute as you." Stop it! You're making me blush. I love that too. I I love that scene because that scene sets the entire rest of the movie oh yeah it kind of like sets the tone for what's about to happen yeah and because like before you're like oh he's just this brother figure and then you're like no these two belong together because he's annoying when you first see him like i didn't like when he first is introduced into the movie you're like ew why also why do they have like i've noticed this in movies with people who have like mansions their tupperware is like what what a deli would use to store their like goods you're right <laughs> like, i was like is this a rich people thing like my refrigerator's so big now because i'm rich they have the biggest refrigerators they have like a chef's stove oh they have a, they mean, have a french cooking press yes i love it I would love to see John Favreau's character from Chef be like, Cher, get out of my kitchen. I'm making you guys dinner. You know what we haven't talked about? Her closet. Oh, yeah. The technology. That was 90s technology. I love that when she presses the thing and it rotates and everything. Like, was that a real thing ever? No. Did real people have that? Or was no, that like specifically no, no, no. That, that was made specifically for the movie. And um, this movie, the movies that this movie destroyed at the box office, Waterworld. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Showgirls. Poor Jesse Spano. <laughs> Poor Kyle MacLachlan. <laughs> um, and uh, Virtuosity. I've never even heard of that movie. Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe plays a digital seri- serial killer who comes out of a computer to kill. Creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. It was Kaylee Cuoco's first movie. I love Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. This movie destroyed all those movies. And if like, I was going to have a celebrity play me in like a biopic, I would pick her. That's what my mom always says. About what? That that she would cast Kaylee Cuoco. I love that. I, I always think Jennifer Lawrence. You always say that. And I think that is like the best compliment ever. I love J-Lo. I know you do. I love <laughs> her too. She's really funny. Um, But yeah, I, I just share... Um, Cher in in the fact that Cher is this character who becomes kind of like the voice of like the nineties. She is she represents Cher is the nineties. She represents everything nineties. Everything. Everything. Like like even even the other characters. I love the scene when she's trying to figure out why anyone would date a high school boy and all the young dudes is playing. <laughs> I love that. I, I the love The baggy pants, the skateboard. I mean, everything. The Rasta hat. But, it, you know, it's so interesting, too, because that scene when she's talking about that and they're mm-hmm. walking through and they're like 
basically like going through all the clicks. Like, I mean, it's like a precursor to Mean Girls. Do you know what my favorite click is? What? The Persian Mafia. I love that. Because like, they're only so powerful because they have the market on cashmere. I love that. I, I, they, they are the details of creating the clicks. Um, I love the yuppies. That, love it. That Elton's a part of. Yep. Um, and then I love when Murray is introduced and he's like, woman, are you jeeping? And I had no idea that jeeping meant vehicular sex. I didn't even know that until just now. I, I love I, when she pulls out the weave. <laughs> I love when Dion whips it out and he references her and she like is so offended that she would think that she had, she's like, this cheap polyester hair. And she's like whipping him with like the braided this, weave. It's I know. She, she's like, this is LaShawn's. It's hysterical. I, I, I love, um, oh my God. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> um, the the driving instructor he's like she's like is there a supervisor or someone else i could talk to i am the messiah of the dmv hysterical i always feel so bad about that for the longest time i thought that that was the dad from um the wonder years looks like him but it's not it's not it's Uh, not but but i love how she actually flat out in her driver's test hits a car i love that a parked car a parked car should i leave a note yeah oops but there's nothing wrong with her car. Like, she flat out, like, rips off, like, a piece of the light, and her car is fine. I thought she hit a side mirror. Was it a side mirror? I think it was a side mirror. Then, then that car is humongous. <laughs> um, She's in a Wrangler. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, I loved... I'm trying to find something I hate in this movie. Nothing. No, there is one thing I hate. Um... Oh, I hate how touchy Elton is. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah, because, like, every time, like, when she gets them, like, better grades because the teachers are finally, like, doinking, like, he always comes behind her and... and like, wraps his hands around her waist or and, it, like, kisses her. her. And, and she's into it because she's like, oh, he's my buddy. No, he's I your assailant. Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. The only... The only person who should be touching you, Cher, is a significant other or yourself. Truth. Um, and yeah, I, I hate Elton. I truly hate Elton. Yeah, he's gross. Um, but it make it kind of when I first saw the movie, like when Christian turned out to be gay. I remember saying, I was like, then who's she supposed to date? <laughs> like, yeah, like where is she gonna? Who's she gonna be with? <laughs> um, that creepy lawyer. <laughs> Oh, God. No, but um, Christian saving Ty from being flipped over at the mall mm. off of the balcony. By the Joey Buttafugo twins. Right? Where did she find these guys? I love Cher says that before they, like, tip her over. Um, and I love when she becomes, like, like she had a near-death experience. Okay, pump the brakes. <laughs> Calm down. You did not have a near-death experience. She, she, you literally dangled like a little bit. They weren't gonna drop you. It wasn't like they were holding you by like one ankle. But I love that like Christian came in and like saved her. Yeah, and they were scared of Christian. That's even funnier to me. They're like, oh no, this guy will beat us up. He has well, leather. He, I mean, he was really angry. <laughs> I mean, he had a lot of force. Yeah, but his voice like cracked. <laughs> What's your problem? I love it. I love it. Um. I, I do wish that guy didn't make other movies. I know. What did he what did he produce? Uh, I think it was like documentaries and stuff like that. Really? I'll look it up. What sorts of royalties did they get from Clueless? If you make one really big movie like back in this time period, VHS sales and rentals alone, you made a ton of money. Now, what do they do when things go like on streaming services now? You get royalties. Um, not as much, but you got royalties. Um, the picture that they have of Brittany Murphy, she kind of looks like Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah, so the way it works is for royalties, um, for streaming, you get paid, I think, annually. 
Really? And then they have to look at the numbers. Um, oh, it doesn't have his producer credits, but like, no, he never did really anything else. Yeah, I think he's a documentarian or something like that. Good for him. I know, I keep looking. Justin Walker is his name. Um, whatever, waste. Um, but he, he's the, he's such a good character. I mean, the characters are so well written. I would have liked more development on why Cher and Amber hate each other so much. Agree. I want to know what the beef is between them. Like, it was never revealed. I feel like it was something that Ty should have asked. (laughs) Why do you hate each other so much? Like, what happened? (laughs) I I love when they ask her a question, like, do you understand? She goes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who's your mom, Leah Remney? (laughs) I wanted to know more about her backstory. I want to know about everyone's backstory, but... The only backstory you really get is Cher. I know. Cher and Josh. And Josh, yeah. Because Josh's mom is married to husband number four, who calls him sport. Yes. (laughs) And how many times has Mel been married? I think at least five times. Yes. Um, and the picture of her mom, of Cher's mom, I'm pretty sure that that is one of the paintings of one of the women in ABBA. <laughs> that re- would be so amazing if it was. But I love... Take a chance on me. <laughs> I, love, I love that they have this massive painting of her and she talks to it. <laughs> Look, Ma... A plus. I love it. I love that she talks to the painting, and I love that she died in like a routine like liposuction. Yeah, that's that's the more amazing part is that she that's how she died. So yeah, how many bagels? Like sixteen. This is this is this is a perfect <laughs> I'm adding, dozen. I'm adding. I'm adding bagels. I've done that before. I'm adding bagels. I mean, this is a perfect movie. This it is, is a perfect movie. It, it had it's fun. It really captured the decade. Um, and like, like this is a perfect companion piece to like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which she also made. Yes. Um, and I love how she created dialogue and she got, Amy Heckerling got so cocky that she created as if that in Loser, the movie Loser, she tried to create dialogue, like, like lingo slang for that. Really? Like dust. I wonder if she could like trademark it. (laughs) She did trademark as if. Did she really? Because she wrote in the script. That's amazing. She must make a lot of money off of that. She hasn't really made any. The last movie she made was with Alicia Silverstone um, and Kristen Ritter. It was called Vamps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's dumb fun. I love it. I love every second of it. So, yeah, we've come to the end. You have been great for the month. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate being able to do the november month because it's my birthday month i know so that's a big deal for yeah, me too and 90s part... which is which we've discovered is actually like my favorite yeah i, I originally was gonna do like uh, 90s nick and do like clarissa explains it all and pete and pete but 90s movies were better so um the next episode if you guys want to watch we are doing boz lerman's romeo plus juliet and i am actually going to a studio to record for that for another podcast and i are crossing over um so that's gonna be very special you can this movie is very hard to find romeo and juliet is very hard you itunes and and amazon is the only place you can find it so so yes so as always you can follow us on twitter at writer no vowels bagel all vowels basket no vowels because Twitter is awful. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Writer's Bagel Basket, all one word, and like us on Facebook. So until next time, I am Scott Curlin. Thank you for being here, Allie. Thank you for having me. Bye. Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, 
on Twitter, or email us, writersbagelbasket at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them. So, yeah. <laughs>